greetings and salutations, Facebook and podcast inner peace peeps. It is Saturday night and I'm finally getting around to this podcast, usually later than I do them, but I think I'm finally turning the corner and on the mend antibiotics and other things may be finally kicking in still some other symptoms but they seem to be lessening to some degree and some aren't going away quite yet at all but it will be time that will just take time and hopefully back to work next week so that will be good I'm definitely missing all of my people staff and residents and I also miss kiddos oh my grandson's birthday and I haven't even been able to mail out his birthday gifts yet which makes me feel horrible I haven't seen anybody talked to my dad once my sister FaceTime so that was nice I got to see him too and he was I think relieved to to see me so technology is good sometimes um let's see what else is happening i still can't believe the weather i will talk about that again because it just seems unreal that we don't have piles of snow and i am not complaining about that whatsoever that's for sure it's just odd to look out there and not see the snow banks and it's the beginning of december okay i'm still a little short of breath but not as bad so We'll get through this. Everybody will. And I think the topic today, something that has been coming up a bit in the recent weeks and, and discussions with people, and it's about giving. Lots of us probably were raised by being told it's better to give than receive. You know, that um, you give, give, give because there's nothing more until there's nothing more to give and then maybe even give some more when you're tired or you don't have the money or you don't have the time and usually that place of overgiving, as it's called comes from a place and people with exceptionally kind hearts because they want to make sure that everybody around them is taken care of and they have what they're they're needing and just making sure that, you know, always, always everybody else is taken care of. Their needs are first and the overgiver is placed on the back burner and, and becomes so tired that they end up going into a hole, kind of like a bankruptcy, emotionally, physically, spiritually kind of bankrupt and just drained and wiped out, exhausted because they've given so much. I mean, some people actually get physically sick. Some people just need to shut the world off for a while and vegetate and and not feel so burdened. And... um Lots of times that overgiving, once it gets to a point, it's like it's a one-way flow that, they, that they've that they been giving and they finally realize that 
there's nothing in return. And sometimes that's okay. Um, not that overgiving is a problem all the time, because lots of times it does come from, like I said, an exceptionally kind heart, and people want to make sure that everybody's taken care of. But when that overgiving leads to the illnesses, leads to feeling drained, leads to maybe feeling some resentments, then that's when those behaviors have to be looked at. Um, you know, there are a lot of questions that people can ask themselves about why they're giving and how they got to that point And is it something that's actually coming from a place of joy? And is it heartfelt? Or, you know, are they so far down the path that it's the ultimate form of selflessness, selflessness, and um, it comes from an inability to receive. And if that's the case, then that's not a healthy form of giving either, even if it's from being so generous, because people need to learn how to receive. And sometimes even if they do get anything, the overgiver feels uncomfortable, doesn't feel good about it. Um, they're unable to accept any gifts. They're unable to ask for help sometimes with things. And as I said, sometimes it can get to a point where they're feeling um, like they're morally obligated to be giving or they think that that's how they come to be appreciated and loved and get attention but they don't like it when, you know, people people give to them because they don't want to be put in that awkward, uncomfortable spot. Um, sometimes even it might not be a huge thing that an overgiver receives, but they might feel like it's a grandiose gesture and gesture and they feel uncomfortable and they don't want to accept it. So once people are feeling like that, you know that there are some issues, and sometimes those issues stem from depressed thinking um, that they'd be a better person if they gave more, that people will like them better, that if I keep on giving in a relationship that's um, the same as I love you, and once I do this for me, then you will love me, and... It's more out of a duty and trying to keep the relationship going and feeling like they will finally get something back. And if that's the kind of thinking that it's coming from, then we'll definitely there'll be problems with with resentments and, and things. So once some patterns are identified and you realize that you're an overgiver, you have to put things on pause, you know, before we used to have the easy button now we have to have the pause button and hit that right there in the moment in time when when you think that you might be going into a situation that you might be overgiving because you want to make sure that you break out of this self-sabotaging behavior and I'm sure you see other people around you that don't engage in this and they have healthy boundaries. They know when 
to say no and they don't overextend themselves. And the thing is, most of the time when people do that, they're healthier, they're happier, they have a well-balanced life. You know, we'll be going over some other things to look at if you think that you're an overgiver, not just feeling uncomfortable or the reasons why you're overgiving, but just some things that might come up um, we'll, we'll review and it will be a good time when those things happen. Like I said, to pause right there, real time. Somebody's asking you to bake something over the holidays and you don't have time, then you don't have time. Or maybe you just bake half of what you thought you would because if you start thinking, oh, that's not enough, I can't do enough, I can't, I can't do enough, what is enough? You know, maybe somebody else is good with making a dozen something and, and you think that, nope, I have to make six dozen in order for it to be just perfect. Well, that doesn't always have to be the case. How much is too much? And before we get into this anymore, I, please don't get me wrong that giving is good. Giving is good when it comes from a generous, kind heart and it's coming from the right place with no expectations and it's actually generous giving, not overgiving, but generous giving. And it's done with good intentions and completely out of love and nothing is expected in return. So there's, there's a difference there. But when it becomes a problem for the overgiver and, you know, like I mentioned, the draining, the wiped out, the becoming sick, maybe even financially going into a hole because of the money and um, the money that's being put out by, by giving to everybody, then that's when, that's when we need to examine and maybe make some changes. So the number one thing when you do this and it's identified is that you want to make sure that you're giving back to the number one person and that you are filling your own vessel up with love and respect and giving back to you because you cannot pour from an empty vessel. So you have to make sure that you are practicing self-care and self-love. And that does not at all mean being selfish. That means that you are watching out for you so you can be there to help people and to keep giving on a level that you will become comfortable with instead of overgiving and exhaustion. So first off, the changes are going to be made and you'll see them come back to you and in how you are going to be treating yourself and things that you are going to do. So I think we did a podcast before too about self-care and self-love. You definitely have to fill up your number one vessel first, which is you, and you have to save some energy for you. So that might look like, you know, not working 10, 12, 15 hours a day. And once you find some other things and discover some other things to save some energy for you, you'll probably notice less illness, become happier, less stressed. You know, all of these things are byproducts from self-care and making sure that you do have boundaries. So I know I mentioned a few things a little bit ago about what to look for um, if you're feeling uncomfortable or you're giving because you expect something in return, but um, we'll go over a few more things when you can hit that pause button.
So usually when you're giving for a right reason, you know it from the start. But if you give and you can't decide if it's for a good reason or not, then possibly there are some negative attachments to it. You know, if you're thinking, well, if I do this, then, you know, when I ask him or her, then they'll do it. You know, you expect something in return. So that's not giving from generosity. When you say yes, and somebody asks you something, you know, like I mentioned the baking, and you say yes, even though you really don't want to, or you don't have the time, you're already stretched too thin, you're already stressed, there's too many things going on, and you still say yes, hit that pause button, think about it, maybe don't give an answer right away, say I will get back with you, um, you know, you have to check some things, whatever you have to do, so then you can really feel into that to see if you have the time and the effort and the energy to put into it. Or when somebody asks you if you can help out maybe with a benefit or things that might be going on, and you're busy, you're busy, you're always too busy, those are your words that you're saying all the time. Are you too busy? Are you overextended? And if that's the case, then maybe you do have to step off and and say no I can't help with this right now or rearrange and step back in some other places if it's something that's really mattering to your heart for you to do and help out with then maybe you have to step back in some other areas of your life or if you're apologizing all the time for feeling like you're not giving enough people are happy with whatever help with whatever is given to them you know, most people are so grateful for for small gifts and knowing that they're being thought about. So lots of times in our heads, we have these big plans of what we want to do and, and how things are going to go and so big. And that's things that we create on our own and that other people don't don't think of, especially when giving is a surprise. There, There was no expectation there of what the person was going to receive to begin with. Um, if you actually find that you do not have any time for yourself, you know, you go to work, you're volunteering, you have family, you have kids, you're doing the shopping, uh, maybe you have a couple of different jobs. And if you're finding that you do not have any time for you or saying that you don't have time for something that you might enjoy, bands, listening to music, book clubs I know lots of this stuff isn't going on right now but if if you don't have time to just simmer down for a little bit sit down and do a crossword puzzle or something for yourself then you know that you are just overextended too far or if you are constantly saying there are not enough hours in the day for everything that you have to do if you say that then you probably have too much going on and have to look at where where all your time and effort is going and can some of these things even be delegated? Can they be given to other people, whether it's at work or at home? Can some of your your tasks be checked off by somebody else? Are you feeling a little more cranky or crabby than joyful and happy? Do you feel tired and sluggish instead of 
well rested. And I know when I'm overtaxed, I definitely have a lot less laughter in my life. And I do not like that. I like to laugh. So when I notice that things are becoming a little too serious or tense, and I'm not laughing enough, I know that times are too stressful, and I need to back off. And I think I already mentioned, you know, many, many hours that you work in a day well over the eight, that's the usual, and routinely maybe working 10 plus hours a day. That's, that's not good, because that's not a healthy work life balance either. Um, Getting sick, (laughs) and being forced to rest, and sometimes illnesses lasting for a while or getting weird illnesses. So those, again, as I've called them before, two by fours upside the head. What do you have to do? God just gave you another two by four upside the head. What are you going to do to change it this time? Maybe you feel guilty when you're at work because you're not spending enough time with your family or vice versa. You know, are you, do you have that balance? Do you attract people to you that take advantage because they know that you're a giver and they can ask you to do whatever needs to be done because they know that you will step up and do it? So do you find yourself surrounded by people who are going to take advantage of you? Engaging in self-sabotage behaviors, binge shopping, watching shows, binge eating, binge drinking, you know, any any of these over-consuming type things, these self-soothing behaviors or, or self-medicating behaviors, any of these because you're trying to, you know, I don't want to say get some happiness, but something back for you, and that's how you are looking at these behaviors. Do you give and then kind of feel resentful about it? And you owe me to whoever it is, because if that's what it is, again, not coming from a generous heart, it's not generous giving. Are you starting to feel unsupported or unappreciated and... You still keep giving, but you're getting resentful about it. Is it important for you to be the giver in a relationship that you feel guilty when somebody gives you something or you feel that when you're giving and giving and giving, that's how you are going to be keeping love? And you want to be loved for the giving. You know, if if you're in a relationship Giving doesn't, you know, take away the fact that you have to communicate. That's when you need to start discussing with partner or family what your needs are and not just try to cover everything with giving. So if you're noticing any of these behaviors or patterns, um, you want to notice if you're drained, write things down. Maybe when somebody asks you, so then you can pinpoint some things when you hit pause on what you thought, and maybe you can identify these issues a little bit better. So then you can have a chance the next time you're put on on the spot and you can step back and say, ooh, you know, it'll be a little bit easier as you practice it. 
Because once you notice that you're an overgiver and you recognize the behaviors and the patterns that you're engaging in, it will become easier over time. Take that pause button. Like I said, if you have to, call somebody back and say, oh, no, I can't. You don't have to answer people right away. You know, most people are good if you say, oh, you know, I have to check with so-and-so or you have to do something. And then make sure that you are maybe bringing people into your life who aren't taking advantage of you and who can support you in your efforts to stop being an overgiver and help you get that balance in your life. Take a breath. Definitely take a breath. Pause. Tune everything out, especially in that moment of being asked or when you are considering it later. Tune everything out. Maybe try to find somebody who you can talk with about what's going on and can be that supportive person and help you find a solution that you can that you can stick with. And when you're making your decision about if you can help out and if you're able to give, see how you feel. Really check in with yourself. How does it make you feel? If you are going to help out at whatever it is or you're going to bake or you're going to make or you're going to run and do, how does that make you feel? Does it make you feel good about doing it? Or do you start feeling anxious about doing it and it was another task that's added on that you don't have time for? Check in with yourself. See if it makes you feel good or bad. You know, do you want to run away instead of saying yes? Well, if that's the case, then that's a definite no. You should be, you should be telling the person. Um, and as I said, ask yourself, what would enough look like? baking season so I'll say that again is a dozen of something enough is one pan of brownies you know instead of going all overboard and if you say yep that's enough then go with that and don't overgive so when once you realize all of this it's going to feel uncomfortable at first you are going to have some issues because you're used to giving and giving and giving and you're going to feel like you're not and that people aren't going to be able to count on you but once you break through the first few times and you're able to say no and once you realize that maybe you're having a little more balance in your life and you're getting some more joy and hopefully some more laughter and you don't have to be living life in the overgiving zone you'll become more comfortable. You know, life should be a little bit more enjoyable. It's all about choices. Always, all our choices. We have the choice every day on what we can, what we can do, how we can react to people, how we can answer people, how we engage with people. We have choices every single day. And you have a choice to create new behaviors, new patterns, healthier patterns, and operate from a place of self-love, which again does not equal selfish. So once you check in with yourself, if you decide that you're an overgiver and that you have to make some changes, be sure, be sure 
that you are taking care of you, you can still take care of other people. It just doesn't have to be on a grand scale. So make sure that you're taking care of you so you can be there to take care of others and be there for others. So my thoughts again on overgiving versus generous giving. Check in, make sure that where you're coming from when you give is a place of heart. And you don't overtax yourself by giving too much. I think there's enough craziness going on in the world that we don't have to have such high expectations set of ourselves. So anyway, peeps, that is my spiel for tonight. And I hope everyone is doing well. I will definitely talk with you all soon. Thank you.